0: they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. word prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. More relationship intimacy and connection in your relationship that does not require years of therapy? Hmm. We'll meet him in just a moment. Hello, everyone. My name is Pamela Brewer, welcoming you to this edition of Mind Talk. I'm very pleased to introduce you to today's guest, Jonathan Robinson, who is a psychotherapist and an author of More Love less conflict a communications playbook for couples some of you may know his name uh from a previous very popular book he's written communication miracles for couples and of course he's been all over media in many ways so all of that being said welcome jonathan robinson
0: Thank you, Dr. Brewer. This is going to be fun.
1: Now, uh, Dr. Robinson, you just heard me say uh, that you say that you can improve your relationship and you can do it with the help of therapy, but you don't have to be in therapy for five years to improve your relationship.
0: Yeah, you know, I uh, I was a therapist, but I was um, not a very good therapist because I would only see people for one or two sessions before I'd get really impatient. So I, I came up with a lot of methods that I could just put in a book that would help them to just do this on their own, and they wouldn't need me anymore. And um, for most couples, that seemed to have worked, because really, uh, relationships are a matter of how well you communicate.
1: Well, when you say uh, communications and you uh, describe it as being something that's important in a relationship, you and I both know that for some couples, the idea of being in a connected relationship, being fully engaged and fully connected versus embroiled in a disconnected relationship, well, it just doesn't seem possible.
0: Yeah, you know, um, I... I came up with a term called communication miracle because a lot of times I would have couples who were arguing, screaming at each other for sometimes a number of years, and with the right method, they were back to a place of love in 10 minutes or less. So I think the technology, the communication technology exists to really bring people back to a place of love very quickly. The problem is, is that most people have no training. You know, it's kind of like if you never took any training on how to drive a car, you would likely crash the first time you drove one. And even an hour of training would help you to not crash, and the same is true with communication and relationships, at least that's what I've seen.
1: Well, and and the other piece to that, though, is if you took an hour of training um, to learn how to drive, and, and you had less crashes but then you threw your training out the window because you decided that now all of a sudden you were an expert you might not fare so well maybe the truth the same is true in relationships just because you have a sense of what you now know about communications with your partner maybe that doesn't mean that you know everything there is to know and maybe you need to keep at it.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, thinking that you're you're really good will keep you from being really great, and you know, and also theory, communication theory, doesn't really help that much because when we're stressed, all that theory goes right out the window. Right. So what I've focused on in the more love less conflict book is um, really simple methods that can be done often in under fifteen seconds. That can get you right back on track. And I find that that's what works. You know, my wife and I, we've been married over 20 years, and we used to argue a lot, and we haven't had an argument in about five years now because we found a method that just involves saying two words, and that has prevented all our arguments.
1: Well, that sounds pretty miraculous. Uh, y- you say that we need to take the cue to be on cue. What is cue?
0: Well, Q is an acronym, uh, C-U-E, for the C stands for uh, basically care, uh, that people want to know that you care before they care what you have to say. So if you feel that your partner cares, that goes a long way. The U stands for understanding, and the E stands for empathy. And I think what people really want in their relationships is care, understanding, and empathy. Actually, I got that from Oprah. Um, the first time I was on her show, she, I, uh, I'd i known a little bit about her background, that she you know was really poor growing up. Uh, she was put into the retarded people's class at school. Uh, she had been raped twice by the time she was 14, had a stillborn child at age 15, And then, you know, 20 years later, she's the most loved person on the planet, and I wondered how that happened, so I asked her, and she said, "Uh, I realized as a teen I didn't have anything going for me, so I said, well, what could I have going for me? And she said, well, I, I really care about people, and I feel like I really understand them, and I have a lot of empathy, so I'm going to show my care, understanding, and empathy every day. And she said, it looked like that worked out pretty well, (laughs) and I would have to agree.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. Care, understanding, and empathy. Simple words. Um, It makes perfect sense as you say it we'll have to go into more of how people get there and maybe how people can so quickly get away from there. I'm going to take you back to something you said a couple of moments ago. You said you and your wife haven't argued in five years. That seems like a miracle, and it's because there are two words that, you're,
0: that you use. Yeah.
1: What two words?
0: Yeah. The words are red light, and when either of us say the words red light when we're stressed or we're starting to, like, upset each other, Uh, the agreement we have is that that will uh, lead to a two-minute timeout where we don't speak for two minutes. And during that time, we can relax or do whatever we want. And because we're not now working on the momentum of upset, we don't start saying things that are hurtful to each other, and we calm down, and by the time the two minutes is up, we're back in our rational mind versus our lizard brain, (laughs) <laughs> and uh, therefore, we don't argue.
1: Okay, two minutes, in the scheme of things, doesn't sound like a long enough time if a couple's really going at it.
0: Yeah, and uh, well, actually, for the two-minute break, we say yellow light. Uh, uh, two minutes, if we say yellow light, it's two minutes. If we say red light, it's actually an hour.
1: Ah, Interesting.
0: And so, that was uh, I think only once in the last five years did we need to say red light. So the yellow light, even a two-minute break, seems to make a huge difference in avoiding going down to deep, dark places of, of getting really angry.
1: For those listening who they're hearing what you say, it sounds pretty magical, sounds kind of pretty not able to happen. And they've perhaps grown up in a fairly chaotic household themselves. What do you say to them? They, they want to believe you, but they think this is a lot of stuff and nonsense.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I would think that as well, because I grew up in a really chaotic household with a lot of screaming, lots of divorce, lots of violence. And, um, but the proof is in the pudding. You know, you, there's, there's pretty much 50 methods in the More Love, Less Conflict book and not everything will work for everybody. But if you try a bunch of things, or if you read a bunch of things, you'll say, I, even I could do that. You know, uh, Basically, I tried to make the method so simple, like you know, saying two words here or fill in this sentence, uh, things that were really ridiculously simple, so that if you used them, which you could use them because they're not complex, you would find that, well, some of them were much better than you expected, and some of them might not work as well as you had hoped. But once you find something that works for you, then you have a friend for life, because now you have something that pretty much always works.
1: I, I, I want to go back to the cue. Uh, the, yeah. the the first one, the first word is care. Yeah. Talk about the importance of having the sense that your partner cares about what you're saying and what you're feeling, which, of course, is, can be hugely different from agreeing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's good to separate those two. You know, the, the phrase I use is, your partner doesn't care what you have to say until they feel that you care. Now, how you show that care can be different. Usually, the way to show care is by showing that you understand your partner even if you don't agree with them, and that you have empathy for their feelings. Uh, and, you know, in a way, the good news is that people are terrible at this. I mean, really horrible at it. They've, they almost don't have any ability to do it whatsoever. I call that good news because somehow their relationship is holding together, even though they're not doing any of the right things. So when people start to, like, give a little bit of empathy, the... the change is immense it's like giving a starving person some food the the partner is incredibly grateful so the best way to show care is to uh, show your partner that you understand them which often involves asking very precise questions and also showing that you care about their feelings which basically involves saying stuff like well it sounds like you're feeling frustrated that must be really difficult uh so it's, it's not rocket science but in this culture, we're never taught any of this stuff, and we're just expected to know it, but people don't normally manifest it.
1: the concept of if you cared about me, you'd agree with me. Can I, I, I want b- you to help us tease that apart a, a bit better. Um, you and I both know that it's very common in a relationship for one party to say, well, you know, if she cared about me, she would stop drinking. If he cared about me, he would come home on time. So let's let's tease that apart a bit.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, It sounds like people would uh, feel care if somebody agreed with them, but I have found that uh, in reality what people really care about is not that somebody agrees with them, but that somebody understands them and uh, understands and does not dismiss their feelings. Uh, I have found whether you agree with them or not to be almost irrelevant Surprisingly. Uh, now, the reason people think this is because not only are they not getting uh, understanding, they're not getting the understanding and empathy, so they just want their, per- their partner to agree with them. But that's, they're, they're really different things. Uh, you know, if somebody really gets you and they really get why you feel that way and they um, really are there with you and, and appreciate how you got there you might still have a different opinion, and they're okay with that. So I think it's important to realize that you don't have to agree with your partner. You just have to uh, show them that you care by understanding them and and feeling their pain to some extent.
1: Okay, so I um, care about my partner, but it's really hard to understand what my partner is going through because I think that what my partner is doing is just nuts. Now what do I do? Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I have uh, a game in the More Love, Less Conflict book called The Curiosity Game. where you're allowed to just ask questions, uh, it's not a conversation, and you get to a point where you feel like you understand them. So, um, you know, the, the nationally there's this interesting thing going on with this intense polarization over politics. And uh, I'm I'm not a Trump supporter, but my – wife's mother is, and uh, she uh, was feeling, you know, pretty put down because uh, my wife also is not a Trump supporter, but I asked her questions like, so tell me, what do you like about Trump, and why, what do you feel about this policy, and what um, what do you think about how, uh, what What do you think he's doing to make America great again? All these questions that were coming from curiosity. They weren't coming from, you know, why do you think this stupid thing? They were coming from, I'm trying to understand you. In fact, that's the thing I said. I said, I'm trying to understand you and trying to see um, how you look at the world because I'm really curious. And she was more than happy to explain this. And I said, uh, boy, it must be really hard when you meet people who are very anti-Trump because you really like him and you really feel like he's doing good things that must be really uh, stressful and she said exactly nobody understands that thank you for saying that and she felt totally understood by me um, and was then willing to listen to my point of view and that doesn't happen very much we just like blame each other and yell at each other and nobody's actually listening now I'm still a a, uh, non-Trump supporter and she still is a trump supporter uh but she came very much over to my side because she was now willing to ask me questions and understand my point of view and there's no right or wrong you know it's a complicated thing but um when couples just blame each other it doesn't do any good so they really need to ask questions and be empathetic to get to the next level of communication
1: So, blaming doesn't help understanding, it doesn't help awareness, it doesn't help anything, except it helps you to go further into a place where, for some couples, it's really hard to get out of.
0: Absolutely. You know, I love self-righteousness, don't you? It feels really good.
1: (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. uh,
0: So, that's why I invented some of these methods, because how do I get myself out of this hole? You know, because this is like like uh candy, um, but I also like love, I, you know, I, and love and self righteousness don't go hand in hand, so there are simple methods, and we can practice some of them uh, uh, in later segments here, where I talk about you know if you fill in this sentence, it will take you out of self righteousness and back to a place of love and you know realize love's the most powerful force in the universe, we want it, we crave it. But we don't know necessarily how to get there consistently, and and that's a little bit of a a learning process.
1: So it it sounds like if we can remember that the person that we care about, we really do care about, and that understanding their perspective is useful for both of us,
0: that... Yeah, I often think I can go into self-righteousness and... uh, and be shut down, argumentative, and angry for five hours, or I can use this communication tool for 15 seconds and get back to a place of love. That's pretty much the choice. And when you see it that clearly, most of the time, not every time, but most of the time I'll choose love.
1: And, you know, by the same token, there are certainly people who will say, This partner has really hurt my feelings. I'm really angry, and I'm not feeling very loving. Why do I want to get back to love? Love hasn't done me any good.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, that blame, complain, shame method leads to conflict, leads to a lack of love. and communication and that's why i came up with all these really simple methods that that it doesn't really matter whether you believe in them or not it doesn't matter if you believe in your iphone or not it just works and when it works then you say well i'm going to do that again
1: jonathan robinson author of more love less conflict a communication playbook for couples don't go away folks we'll be back in just a moment And you talk about three levels of communication. What are they?
0: Well, the first one could be called informational. Uh, you know, right now we're pretty much on informational level with that question where you want some information. It might be, uh, what are you doing today? Or, or, you know, talking about the weather. That's uh, an important thing to run your life, but it's not... Ultimately, that satisfying in terms of uh, uh, emotional connection. So the second level is what could be called uh, uh, emotional or personal, where you're starting to talk about feelings and what you want and things like that. That's a little bit deeper. And then there's a third level, uh, which is called relational, which is things like talking about what's going on for you right now in your relationship
1: tell me about the four horsemen what's horsemen got okay. got to do with uh, couples
0: yeah I, I say the the four horsemen of the relationship apocalypse meaning your relationship is about to uh go downhill and uh it's really the four d's hopefully i can remember them first one is um denigration which basically means blame or putting your partner down and I like to say blame never works. You know, never once have I told my wife how wrong she is and everything that she's doing poorly where she said, Oh, yeah, I see that now. Thank you for pointing out the errors of my ways. I'm going to have to change. You know, I'm zero for 100 on that. So <laughs> blame really doesn't work, although that's how most of us communicate in relationships. Um, the other, another D is dismissal. That's when we kind of dismiss our partner's feelings. Like we say, oh, it's no big deal or, or uh, it's not that important or something like that. Uh, another D is denial when we don't even want to address an issue or we deny that there is an issue. Uh, that certainly doesn't work. And uh, there's another D, if I can remember what it is. Distraction, how about that one? Distraction, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we have these, uh, these things called these uh, not weapons of mass destruction, but widgets of mass distraction. like our iPhone, email, all the, you know, Facebook, all these things, which are rather superficial forms of communication. And I think what everybody really wants nowadays in this busy lifestyle we have is, uh, is true intimacy and depth and connection. So these smartphones, these, you know, texting, all these things aren't really giving us what our heart desires. And I'd like to point out that, you know, a thousand Facebook friends does not really equal one really good friend who's there for you.
1: And and half the time.
0: We want to make sure that we're not totally distracted from intimacy uh, because intimacy is one of the greatest experiences in life. And and luckily, the instructions for finding intimacy are hidden in the word, into me see. So when people reveal stuff about themselves, it creates a bond. And uh, there's luckily some methods that make revealing appropriate stuff about yourself
1: relatively easy. Well, you know, that that's one of the age-old questions, I think. What do you tell? When do you tell it? How do you tell it? Particularly, maybe it's particularly, I'm not sure, when you've met via a dating site. Um, I would suggest that so much of what you've put out there, you know, you've thought about, you've crafted it, you've made it as pretty as you can, and let's. and now you meet. So, What do you tell? What do you say? How do you say it? Uh,
0: Yeah. Well, um, for people in that situation, really anybody, I have on my uh, website um, 12 questions uh, of instant intimacy. (laughs) These are 12 questions that you can ask a date or, or your mate, and they always lead to a deep honesty from both people and deep connection. And people can... Download it for free uh, from the website, uh, which is morelovelessconflict.com. And when you see what somebody else's answers are, what level of disclosure they are giving, you then can reveal, know what level of disclosure, excuse me, um, that you want to reveal. So when when people use these 12 questions, uh, in literally 20 minutes... They can learn more about somebody than they may have learned in, in 12 years because you're getting down to uh, what are really deep issues and answers very, very quickly.
1: It sounds like you're discussing the way to go about speed dating in a way that's useful.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. But it works also outside of dating. Um you know, my wife and I uh, did these 12 questions, and we tend to do them like once a year, and it always leads to a really incredible connection. Uh, So it can be used even with, you know, mother-daughter or friends, um, but it does work really well for getting to know somebody at deep level quite quickly.
1: Give us an example of one or two questions.
0: Um, One would be, what's what gives you your greatest sense of joy right now? Hmm. Or another one would be, um, what is the trait that you most, that you find that you most appreciate about me? Interesting. Well, I'll I'll give you a a quick story as to why it's important um, and then say how the story relates to this. Uh, When I was in college, I had a roommate who was a great basketball player. And he, he wanted to kind of put me in my place. So he challenged me to a game of basketball. And I said, I'll play you on one condition. I get to bring any one ounce gadget onto the court and place it wherever I want. And he said, sure, OK. So we go to the basketball court. And I take out my gadget, which was a blindfold. I place it in a strategic location, namely over his eyes. And I say, let the games begin. And I managed to beat this great basketball player, not because I'm any good at basketball, but because if you throw enough things in the right general direction, something's going to go in. (laughs) And and he was throwing balls up, but they weren't in the right direction. So if you know what your target is, it makes it a lot easier to hit it.
1: Jonathan, we are just about out of time, and there is so much more for us to learn about more love, less conflict. What's a website where people can go to?
0: Well, luckily, it's very simple. It's more love. Lessconflict.com. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people can download for free the uh, 12 questions of instant intimacy on that website.
1: Wonderful. Jonathan, thank you so much for your book, for the work you do and for the time you've spent with us today.
0: Thank you, Dr. Brewer. I appreciate the questions.
1: And, folks, thank you for joining us on this edition of Mind Talk, which is brought to you daily as an educational public service and not intended to replace any work that you might choose to do with a mental health, medical health, or other professional. You can always listen to Mind Talk on demand by going to myndtalk.org or you can carry MindTalk with you once you download the MindTalk app from either iTunes or the Google Play Store. I'd love to know where in the world you are as you're listening today, so do send an email to me. That's Pamela, P-A-M-E-L-A, at mindtalk.org. Again, that's myndtal org. And that's the place to send your questions, your comments, or any thoughts you may have about this or any other MindTalk program. And you remember always, if it's unacceptable, then it's unacceptable. <music>